0: mm Stupid. Uh, all right, that was from the Blues Brothers. I can't turn you loose. Do, <laughs> do you recognize that? I did. It
1: took me a minute though, because when I first heard the song, I I couldn't figure out the rhythm because it was kind of cutting in and out. Oh yeah, okay. So at first I thought it was that straight like do 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 do, but it sounded like like a like a swing. Like it sounded like a tool song for a second.
0: <laughs> oh God, I would never do that. I would never like, do that to doo, doo, listeners doo, doo, doo. or myself.
1: If it felt like it was like in a weird time signature, I was like, "What the fuck is he playing right now?" And then I was like, "Oh, this is the Blues Brothers thing."
0: <laughs> yeah, that was from. Uh, uh, I think you should leave. Which I I did finish the second season, and I really liked it. I I, I didn't know how much I would like it.
1: <laughs> is is oh wait yeah it's the bit where he's at the cabin and that yeah. couple's fighting. He's like, I think I can. I think I could lighten the mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And then the dog just keeps barking the barking. whole time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If if you haven't seen I Think You Should Leave, you do it. It's it's pretty funny. And I, I didn't think I would really like it. I'm not huge into, like, sketch comedy, but, like, that guy is just amazing.
1: Well, it's, like, I really respect, like, that show and, like, Comedy Bing Bang, Bang and, and stuff like that. Because, like, I really like sketch comedy, but... How much of like the late two thousands was dominated by like, you're a funny comedian, have a show. Yeah, exactly. I love some of Key and Peel's sketches. I really do. But damn did it run its course. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, I mean we had to have I mean, Chappelle's show did us a favor in a and a fucking injustice. Because <laughs> yeah. then They were given Carlos Mencia show. They had, like, I mean, so many people. Like, I know Nick Kroll even had one, and his was actually good, apparently.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I never saw it. I don't really like, I I don't love him. You don't like Nick Kroll? No, not really. (laughs) I just don't think he's that funny. I've seen some of his, like, stand-up, and you do like Nick Kroll. And the shows that he makes, like, I don't really like either, like Big Mouth. I don't know. Yeah, not into it.
1: Yeah, I I, <laughs> I I really liked Big Mouth when it came out. Um, I, yeah, I kind of got burned on it because it's just, like, too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, I don't want to sit here and eat food and watch, like, <laughs> these very, these children, you know, figure out masturbation. Like, it feels weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... Um, no but I, I do I do I did really enjoy that show I'm glad we just kind of would throw that on while we were hanging out and just like because you kind of <laughs> couldn't look away because you never knew what was gonna come next right so yeah. you're like well we can't turn it off now because <laughs> yeah. what are, how are they gonna follow that
0: yeah exactly I went, so I went, I went back and watched uh, that, that I think from the like the first episode of the second season there was that one where he dresses up like the old man and they're doing like the prank show <laughs> I lost it man. Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't think so. I don't remember that. (laughs) Okay.
0: They put him in like old man clothes and like a costume and like the, uh, the face, uh, the, the old man Mm -hmm. face plastic or whatever. And it it looks so fake that it's like hilarious how fake it looks. And then he's just like, he's sitting around the mall and he's just like, okay, go up to this person and say this. And he's like, I can't see anything. (laughs) Oh yeah. I I hate this. (laughs) He's like, i don't want to be around anymore <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> when like, he said that i just lost it yeah it was like hey
1: man you gotta calm down <laughs> i do remember that one yeah. that one was funny that was really good uh, <laughs>
0: oh, man. all right anyway sorry about Anyways. that um we back episode 95 windows 95 uh I don't know where that came from. Uh, uh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs>
1: okay. You know, I actually went through and I set these sounds that my computer make. Like, you know, when you're like doing something on a PC and it will be like,
0: Bling, uh, if it
1: can't do something. I set those to the Windows 95 sounds. Oh, that's
0: cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Good, It's not, cool they're terrible. <laughs> they're,
1: they're, gr- they're very grating. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was a bad idea and I don't know how to switch it back. I forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so, you know, so speaking of that, um, I follow this. Uh, uh, I follow a bunch of like vinyl pages on like Instagram and stuff. I know this was on Reddit. I saw this on Reddit. Somebody had the uh, a, a vinyl record, and they had. They had somehow made this custom, like, one-off record, and they just filled it with, like, the dial-up sound, like, when you're uh, on Windows 95, when your computer is, like, connecting to the internet. Or, like, when the, you know, when you pick up the phone, like, it sounds like a fax machine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They yeah. put that on vinyl, <laughs> and the album cover is the Windows 95 logo. <laughs> it's That's so awesome. ridiculous.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Uh, I really want one. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Hear that in high fidelity. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah we're back um, we thought we'd kind of just do a this is gonna be a this is gonna be a hits episode we're just gonna do all the hits kind of one last time since we're rounding out the uh, the podcast um, we're gonna throw the whole kitchen sink at you we're gonna do a YouTube corner we're gonna do a video game corner we're gonna get into some dugouts Yeah. Um, We're gonna we're gonna do a lightning round. We got what you cranking. Pretty much all of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna really milk all the theme songs that Mitch has made.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I I wanted to play them one last time. I worked hard on those. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) and they're all good. Um, I went back and listened to like an older episode, and it was um, uh, we we had one of your YouTube corners in there, and like I hadn't listened to it in a while, but hearing the theme again, I was like, he really put like. (laughs) every popular youtube video in this
0: i, I, I tried yeah I, I really like there
1: tried. was a bunch of stuff i missed you know what i mean like there was a bunch of stuff i didn't even realize was in there okay because um, <laughs> yeah. you you put a lot in there
0: i know i like i what is there
1: like way too 20 long. different
0: there's probably yeah at least 15 20 just different youtube clips i i downloaded the audio from them and i spliced them all together and just made a best of youtube song it was
1: it, it was a lot. I I never really listened to it with a with an active ear to really hear everything. I was like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot in here. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Well, thank um, you. Um. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mitch, let's uh let's get it rolling. Let's do a uh, what you drinking to get the gears loose.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it to it. Um. So this kind of happened last minute. We weren't fully planning on. Uh, podcasting today so that being said uh, I had to pick out just whatever was in my fridge and or my liquor cabinet uh, so I got a classic Miller Lite um, mm. and then a Miller Latte Miller Latte and then I also had a little bit of uh, uh Jameson cold brew left, so I just dumped all that in a glass, and I'm going to drink this. So wow, that gonna... feels like a lot of whiskey. It was a... <laughs> so. Here's what happened: that's I picked a up big the glass. <laughs> I picked up the bottle, and I was like, "Oh, there's probably I don't think there's much left in this. I'm just going to pour it all in there." It filled up the entire glass. I'm like, "Well, I already put ice on it. I can't pour it back in the bottle. You yeah, know, I got to commit to this. So it's a it's a full glass of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that is uh, that's about four fingers of whiskey yeah, right it's,
0: there. It's, yeah, it's it's a dozen fingers, a baker's dozen fingers. <laughs> a <laughs> baker
1: <Baking> dozen fingers <laughs> of whiskey that's how I'm going to order yeah. next time I go to a bar can I get a baker dozen fingers of whiskey <laughs> yeah. what
0: uh, sir get out. <laughs> are you okay <laughs> You, you uh, okay sir all right what about you what you what you drinking
1: Oh, yeah, um, so I uh, tried to find something last night, um, didn't really know what to do. I picked up from Goose Island the 312 ah, Lemonade nice. Shandy. Oh, I didn't
0: know they had a Lemonade Shandy. Me neither.
1: I still haven't figured out if it's Goose Island or 312, like what the actual beer company is. I mean, I assume it's Goose Island because it says Goose Island Beer Company. Yeah. Um, so but it's, 312's it's, on everything.
0: Uh, so... I, I'm gonna nerd out on you. Goose Island is a brewery in Chicago. Really good. It's it's really popular around here because we're oh, so yeah. close to Chicago. Um, but it, yeah, so it's called Chicago. Goose Island Brewing, and I think their like signature like ale or IPA, like their most popular one is called the 312 because that's the area code for Chicago.
1: Three one two.
0: Three one two, baby. So, Zero.
1: Zero.
0: so that Zero. that must just be like their popular ale mixed with some sort of lemonade, shandy. I don't know.
1: But no, that makes total sense. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a little. Um, it's a little pulpy. Oh, huh, that's not what you want. It's kind of coating my tongue. Hmm. I mean, it tastes good. But no, I just I kind of picked this up because I realized I do really like shandies and have zero idea what a shandy is. Yeah, I assume tell, it's yeah. just fruit beer. Um. But I like trying them, um, you know, I find these to be very summery, um, mm-hmm. it's, I can't decide if it's better, because I really do like Leinenkugel's Summer Shandy, mm-hmm. I think it gets shit on a lot, a lot of people hate them. I hate it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I kind of like Leinenkugel though, um.
0: Yeah, I can't do that, um, something completely different, um, I had my first Oktoberfest of the year yesterday, <laughs> mm. it's, that's out already, um. So yeah, I just went to a bar and they had they had like two dollar can specials. So I had one of those and it was uh, it was good. I I'm I've said it before. I'm such a basic bitch when it comes to fall alcoholic drinks um give me the Oktoberfests. give me the pumpkin beers give me the pumpkin lattes it doesn't even have to be alcoholic i love a good psl starbucks uh (laughs) pumpkin white mocha pumpkin frappe pumpkin cold brew anything (laughs) (laughs) and i I don't i'm not i won't apologize
1: (laughs) (laughs) i won't apologize for it um i mean i'm the same way in winter with peppermint
0: oh yeah yeah i'm like
1: Just put peppermint on everything. Yeah, um, <laughs> remember when I made term- you
0: drink peppermint schnapps and Coke? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: peppermint schnapps and Diet Coke, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I think
0: I did use Vanilla Coke that time because it was a nice little fun spin. Ooh,
1: yeah, you did. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. um yeah, no, this is uh, this is this is okay. Once again, I'm underwhelmed by Goose Island. Yeah, uh, kind of just underwhelmed. It's a little bit thick, kind of pulpy mm-hmm. It's kind of coating my mouth, which is a weird feeling. But it could very well be expired because I keep buying it from uh, a not incredibly. Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you. So that oh, man, I don't want to say the place name.
0: Are um, you talking about the gas station? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. The, yeah, the one
1: <laughs> that I go to. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty. It's a little shady, but I went in there and they had a thirty pack. Of the bush apple ale
0: Oh no way (laughs) Yeah
1: and I almost I wanted to buy it And like you know have that because I thought that would Blow your mind but I'm like
0: I don't know if I want 30 beers. <laughs> right. Um, well, I will tell you, I forgot to tell you this. I've, I had that a few weeks ago and my brother's, oh, did you? yeah. So my brother's wedding, we were in Wabash and there was a liquor store and they had a six pack of them. So I was like, well, the six is much more reasonable than 30. I'm going to buy a yeah. sixer <laughs> and it was delicious. I loved it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was like a, it was like a cider, but it wasn't as sweet as ciders are. So that's what I liked about it. Cause I don't, I can't do like reds or anything like that. I just—they're too sweet. They give me a tummy ache.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, reds is yeah, not even a cider. It's pretty fucking. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a malt beverage, mm-hmm. I think. But <laughs> I mean, I will say that is a nice thing about this is that it it's not as acidic. Even though it's a little bit coaty, it has like a film to it a little bit. It's not as um, acidic and burning mm-hmm. as the line of Google's is. You know, gotcha. as, a, as, a, as their summer shandy. It's a little. It's a little bit too. It gives me heartburn. This. Okay. I could probably drink five or six of these. I'd be okay, you know? Yeah, definitely. Be, because obviously <laughs> any beer, you have to be able to drink, you know, close to double digits. Yeah, a baker's there's at least. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I realized, dude? Coors Light has to have the lowest alcohol percentage out of any of those beers because every time I buy Coors Light, I'll drink 10, not even know, <laughs> yeah. have like a buzz, and I'm like, am I an alcoholic? But <laughs> I'm, I'm just a fan like, of Coors. But I'm like, no, because it's just, it's it's it, the same time, every time, and it's only Coors Light. I can't drink 10 Millers, I can't drink 10 Bush, 10 Yinglings, I would actually be drunk. Mm-hmm. But like Coors Light, man, it just like, it does not do anything to right.
0: me. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm it's right weird. there with you. It's I, weird. I, I, I don't know, man. I think I, I think that about all light beers. I, I It doesn't really matter what it is. Miller Light, Bud Light, I can drink them all day and would not get drunk. But if I have an IPA, I'll get kind of tipsy.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe we should change up how we uh how we party you know maybe we should instead of drinking 10 <laughs> light beers maybe we should just drink like two ipas and do a shot and just yeah be wasted
0: yeah no that's more it's more economical i feel like i, I feel that way especially calorie wise <laughs> me too because my tummy always hurts yeah yeah <laughs> Tummy um, anyway, we should get into a lightning round. We have a lot on the, the docket mm. today. I don't mean to cut you, cut short of the diarrhea talk. No, uh, yeah,
1: please <laughs> let me go on about my, my tummy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Very
0: important. Uh, exactly. All right, lightning round. Lightning round, question number one. Um, if you could have been offered a part in a TV show, what show would it be? Like, what's your dream TV show that you would want to be on? And like, you're not in this scenario, you're not like replacing a cast member. You're just like being added to the, the main core. What TV show would you want to be on? There's
1: probably a better answer, but one that I think I could have a shot of being in. Especially with how I look right now, would have been Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah.
1: Let my hair grow out. Let my beard keep getting bigger. I could totally be in like a tavern scene, and just be like a drunkard in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Or I could like you know go up to the one one of the main characters and you know, you know I, (laughs) Winter is coming. I don't know what I would say. I'm not a you know I didn't write the show. Sure. Um, Yeah, yeah. I probably could. I probably could have done a better job, um, but yeah, I think like I I know that you know normal Eli, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like in normal things, I just you know I look like I I look like who I am. You know, he's like I well, got probably sure. you know plays video games, reads a lot of comic books. He's probably yeah, really yeah, yeah. into Arcade Fire <laughs> or some shit. Um, but I think if I, but if you just like put me in like cool like. Period you know, appropriate garb. Yeah, like fantasy You would clothing. fit right in. Yeah. yeah, no glasses and just like everything's. I feel like I would look kind of dope.
0: You really would. That's such a good answer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think that would be my stick. I would like to be a character actor that was like always that guy that they put in those shows that had like one line, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that that's what I would want to do. So okay. I'd want to be in that. I'd want to be in like The Last Kingdom or like Vikings. You know, I don't want to be, I'd be, I'm a little bit chubby. <laughs> but if I bet you what they could do though is gray me out a bit. And I bet you I could play 10 years older. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I could be yeah. like an old Viking, you know, that's like yeah. tired and fat and drunk.
0: Well, well I mean, like, it, and, and uh, pardon me because I haven't really seen, I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Um, but what I know of Game of Thrones, don't they like put a whole bunch of like, armor or something on, on top of you anyway, like everybody, you, you could be, you could be a fat fuck and nobody knows because you're covered in just like, (laughs) you're just covered in period appropriate attire.
1: Yeah, that is a good point. You Which do typically like have a lot armor of and yeah. Yeah, you do typically have a lot of a lot of clothing on um or I could be naked for a scene. Maybe that I could be in cool a brothel. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The the city guard comes in and breaks up the brothel and there I am just like you see me like a clip of me like oh, no, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope that's actually what i would want to do this super goofy scene
0: yeah exactly yeah you're like the comedic naked guy
1: <laughs> yeah the chubby comedic naked guy. yeah that's right. that's about my real life actually
0: yeah pretty much yeah same here actually oh
1: um so what's what's uh what's yours
0: mine would be a, a little bit more fun than that i want to be in a i i i i want to be in a sitcom is what it is because uh as much as i you know like the thought of being in some sort of of like Game of Thrones, or I would love to be in The Sopranos. But my dream role would be, I think,
1: <laughs> I would love for you to be in The Sopranos. Too. I don't think
0: I could pull it off, man.
1: <laughs> I just pictured like a scene of them all like sitting outside that cafe yeah. that they own, and it's just like you're in like a table behind them, and like the in the shot with like your bandana on, just eating gabagool. Yeah, like, eating <laughs>
0: gabagool in a tracksuit, and I don't fit into the tracksuit very well.
1: <laughs> just Mitch tracksuit, gold chain bandana
0: yes (laughs) uh that would be pretty phenomenal actually my real answer is i think um new girl um that's a show that always makes me laugh and i think one of the reasons i like it so much is because every time i watch it i just think like you know these the characters like they get the guys they get along so well that you know that like shooting this had to have been a blast just you know the way they riff with each other and if you've ever seen like outtakes or something like they, it's just it's just fun it's kind of like what we do but on a way better level because they're actual comedians and yeah. actors and improv artists and so I, yeah it's, a lot it's like of what their, we do but elevated
1: <laughs> yeah like a lot of their stuff is improv like a lot mm-hmm. of those bits like because I because yes new girls a little campy it's not mm-hmm. perfect but I think if you can look past that it is a really really good show because I think one of the reasons they're able to like really sell you on like genuine dialogue is when they get riffing it really is like improv like they just take something and roll with it so it feels so much more genuine Um, so I agree that that would be
0: Yeah, Yeah. I I think, yeah, no. And and speaking of like very heavily improv based, like I I have to talk about Curb Your Enthusiasm too, even though I've not, I know you've not really seen that, but the way that they shoot like Curb Your Enthusiasm is really cool because they're all some of the best of the best at improv. So they don't even have a script. They'll be like, okay, here's where we want the story to go. Um, go crazy. They just turn the camera on and it, it that just seems like a blast too because you know that that's one of the things that makes that show so cool
1: yeah no that's anyway. insane actually yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's a lot alright what's uh, what's your next one Mitch
0: question number two um, what do you think in your opinion is the best debut album by a band like of all time <laughs> Jesus <laughs> okay, Christ you can narrow it down to like three if you want if you can't pick uh. one
1: the best debut album hmm I'm gonna cheat a little bit that's fine I'm gonna say I'm gonna I I kinda I kinda wanna say like I kinda wanna say like Nirvana's Nevermind technically not their first album Mm -hmm. it's their first major label release yeah yeah so is it really their debut album? I mean, to me, um, I don't know. Would you, would you let me slide with that? Their I first think I major would l- let
0: that. Yeah. I think I would let that slide. Yeah. Because that's you, people know, was that, was that before bleach? I thought bleach was their first
1: bleach was their first okay. but it was on that was bleach was only released by sub pop uh, okay never mind they still had a contract with sub pop i think at that point so sub pop actually did get some of that money but it was released by interscope
0: gotcha okay so that well, let was me, their, I'll let that slide that's a that's a great answer absolutely
1: and that's when they actually had dave girl too yeah because the f- bleach didn't have dave girl
0: okay yeah that's fair
1: um and that's why i want to pick that one is just because like there yes grunge was there before grunge albums had come out before like soundgarden had already done like a a more traditional sounding grunge album with like louder than love and um pearl jam i think was i don't think pearl jam had done 10 oh no i think they had released 10 before I think ten came out before Nevermind.
0: Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but I was actually I was thinking ten. I I, I was going to say ten is one of my top debut albums because that one is amazing.
1: I did that one did pop in my head. Yeah. That did pop in my head. The reason I think Nevermind I would I wanted to say Nevermind is just because that broke grunge. Yeah, that totally. made everyone else pay attention to. Soundgarden and Pearl Jam and you know Alice in Chains, you know, which I think were a little bit later before they kind of hit it. But um, it's just that that silenced the hair metal of the eighties. Yeah, totally. it killed it. It killed it. Finally, um, there's this really good interview. I think it was like with D. Steiner or somebody like that, and they're just like. <sighs> i fucking hate nirvana i didn't have a job anymore
0: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> exactly yeah and i was like
1: good your fucking music was terrible
0: yeah no kidding <laughs> so
1: um i i have learned to come to really like 80s music in a way i never did before um mainly because of ninja sex party but i still hate 80s hair metal mm-hmm. i don't enjoy yeah. it at
0: all yeah no me there's too
1: like hardly a band that i think is worth your time i kind of like rat just because they're super funny um but i still don't think their music is good like i just i don't think it's like anything to write home about but anyways i kind of just want to pick nevermind because i don't know how many albums have ever come out and destroyed another genre of music
0: yeah destroyed an entire industry yeah totally that's a great answer
1: so that's kind of why i would pick that what do you think would you stick with (sighs) ten
0: I mean, you have a really good point because, like, Pearl Jam 10 is good because all the songs on it are amazing. Uh, and it kind of formed who Pearl Jam would. You know, it is it, pretty much the most popular Pearl Jam songs are on 10.
1: Um, I'd say so, yeah.
0: But it didn't break the industry the way that Nirvana Nevermind did. So such a such a good answer hard to beat I was gonna say either that or um and now in hindsight compared to nevermind it's a bad answer but Boston's Boston is another I, one of those albums if you can if you can think of a Boston song it's on their self their, their self-titled debut album uh, <laughs> more than a feeling foreplay peace of mind uh all of them on that first album
1: yeah no I think that's a really really good answer because one it was one guy who wrote all those songs, and yeah. two he fucking started to record them in his basement, yeah <laughs> like he was a fucking genius and that is a classic classic rock album really good album yeah, so I mean no I think that's I think that's a really good answer
0: all right well well thank you. Okay. Uh, question three. <laughs> You're like, don't
1: fucking patronize.
0: I, right? Don't patronize me. You you, you kind of cheated. You know what? I revoke. I revoke. Never mind. You revo- can
1: <laughs> I take it back.
0: Uh, okay. Question three, and we haven't done one of these in a while, but since it's a hits episode, I thought I'd bring it back. Fuck Mary Kill. Oh, yes. <laughs> we haven't. Uh, nice. All right. Fuck Mary Kill, and this is going to be kind of topical too. Yoshi, <laughs> mm. Toad, or Bowser.
1: I'm gonna have to work backwards. I think I, I think I would marry Bowser because he has like a a career in (laughs) villainy.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. You know he's he's got gold coins. He has a he
1: has a military. Yeah, you know Brian David Gilbert broke down his military for <laughs> us, so he has a you know he has a hierarchy in his military. He's a powerful dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a powerful dude. You know he's he's going places. He's got castles all over the place. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just needs a strong lover in his corner to help him finally <laughs> take down the war criminal that is Mario. <laughs> um,
0: you know what they say: behind every villain is a strong, empowering Eli. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Behind every villain there's a homosexual relationship involving a <laughs> fictitious character and a real human um, Tale's old oldest time tale is old oldest time <laughs> happens every time so I think I would want to marry Bowser man my homie my homie's always rocking the toad but God I fucking hate toad. <laughs> what's I your d- beef
0: with toad? I
1: don't know I just don't like him he's just he's just kind of annoying and there's other toads like there's like... The Toad that we know and love but there's Other toads Mm -hmm. that I think all Their other names are toad I don't get it They're (laughs) kind of like this weird cult Um so I I, But I don't want to fuck Yoshi Okay
0: I I think I I, I do I want to fuck (laughs) Yoshi's got that tongue Man imagine what he can do with that tongue
1: (laughs) I think Okay here's what I would do I'd marry Bowser I guess I would just fuck Toad for the hell Of it probably in a rough you know BDSM (laughs) style way (laughs) Um, maybe we'd be cool. Of him. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll be cool after that. And I'll just fucking kill Yoshi because you kill him in every game, over and over and over again. Yeah. It's not like he ever makes it to the end of the game. He's disposable. You know, we all think we love Yoshi, but we don't. You know, he's just a means to the end for us.
0: Man, that's a hot take. I don't know if we can. (laughs) I don't know if we'll be able to go forward. We'll receive a lot of flack for that.
1: (laughs) Yoshi against violence, like just people or there's (laughs) like committees against you know, not killing Yoshi in Mario games.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The PETA. Uh, Right on.
1: Yeah. What, okay. So what do you think? What was your thought process? I there? think
0: so similar. I think, I think you, you, you convinced me. I think I would marry Bowser, uh, same reasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I would fuck Yoshi in a heartbeat and then I would kill Toad just cause he, he might as well not even be in the story.
1: Yeah. 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 Toad's <laughs> not exactly about it. There is a, the female Yoshi. I think there's female Yoshis so it doesn't have to be I as sexual or it. as 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 homosexual i mean unless you unless you just want to experiment with i
0: want to experiment yeah i'd rather it be homo <laughs>
1: <laughs> i would rather it be homoerotic than that's fair you know you bring up you bring up a good point about the tongue. all right <laughs> but but what if like what if yoshi like what if what if he just like ripped off your penis though and then shot it back at you as a fireball. That <laughs> actually be kinda dope.
0: That's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> That's a risk I'm willing to take.
1: I'm willing to see it through.
0: <laughs> All right, that was about it. Uh we should wrap that up that nonsense up. Uh what do you what do you got next? What do you want to get into?
1: <laughs> uh well let's start you said you had a YouTube corner. Let's uh let's hear Mitch's YouTube corner for the last time.
0: As a kid, as the white
1: Rainbow, good, right? all the
0: way across I have been super into um okay so this is going to be kind of embarrassing about a year or so ago on my YouTube corner I talked about how I was really into Rick Beato Yeah fast, f- fast forward a year can't stand Rick Beato hate him oh. <laughs> Um not that I hate him I'm just over him like um he he just pretty much symbolizes everything that I kind of hate about the YouTuber culture. Uh, since I'm a, you know, since I, since I'm super into music and like, I'm trying to, I've, been trying to become better at like mixing and recording techniques and guitar. Um, he's still, he's still a super knowledgeable guy, but he just kind of plays up every cliche that I hate about this whole subset of this whole genre of YouTubers. Um, the audio guys, YouTubers, I don't know if you've stumbled down that rabbit hole, Mm -hmm. but, um, he, he does all the cliches. He's got the pedal wall behind him. He's got his expensive amps behind him. He plays way too long solos. Um, So one thing that I, uh, uh, discovered is a fellow YouTuber that also kind of not hates Rick Beato, but thinks he's a joke. Um, and Mm. this dude's name is Pat Finnerty. Um, and I am in love with Pat Finnerty. I am all on board. Check him out. Um, he has a, he has a a series called what makes this song stink. Um, so Rick Beato has a series of videos called what's, what makes this song great. And he'll just like talk about, you know. Uh, what makes songs great pat Finerty has something called what makes a song stink um, and he basically just talks about shitty songs and why they suck but he's also pretty knowledgeable and like good at guitar too so he'll break down like uh for example this morning i actually just watched um his newest video which is uh he breaks down um the train's Uh, what did he do train a hey soul sister he had a 45 minute video dedicated to how much hey soul sister by train sucks um and it was so enjoyable (laughs) i will
1: watch all 45 minutes you have to god that song is bad
0: it's such a terrible song but like this dude is the reason i like him is because like yeah he's good at music theory he's like okay first reason this song sucks is because it's a one five six four chord uh and i hate I, i hate one five six four songs there's too many of them um but then And he also like kind of makes fun of Rick Beato too, because, uh, he, at the beginning of this video, he says, Oh yeah, he talks about Rick Beato's pedal wall. And he's like, I don't know how I can beat that pedal wall. I don't have that many pedals. So what he does is he made a pedal mobile where he took like five or six pedals and hung them from a fan and they're like circling him the entire video. He commits so hard to that joke. The entire 45 minute video is just pedals like hanging on a ceiling circling around his head. That's awesome. <laughs> and I just think that's the funniest idea. So he's hilarious. Um but then also the last really cool thing about um Pat Finnerty is um he's also like ha- he has kind of like friends in the music industry. So I don't know how, but he's friends with uh, the guys from Dr. Dog. Um oh. and in this video, he was making jokes about like uh he he was basically talking about like how ban- how it's not fair that train. It has all these radio hits that they're super famous because of one, five, six, four songs and it's bullshit. Whilst his friends in Dr. Dog, um, have never really been on the radio. They're not famous by any means. They're successful, but, um, he just thinks it's bullshit. And he, he calls up one of his friends in Dr. Dog and is like, Hey man, um, I have an idea for you guys to get on the radio. You guys should cover that hot stepper song. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you've heard it. Um, It it was in an episode of Always Sunny. Um, But I'll I'll show it to you later. Because by the end of the video they did it. (laughs) He got Dr. Dog to do a cover of this ridiculous 90s hot stepper song and um, it exists now. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. It's a thing that exists because of Pat Finnerty had the idea to go to Dr. Dog and be like "Uh, you know it would be really funny if you guys covered this ridiculous song and they did it.
1: That's (laughs) hilarious.
0: And then at the end of this like uh, hey Soul Sister video he even organizes this um, anti-train protest where he like posted on his Like you t- post it on his Instagram or whatever. Like, hey, everybody, come out to this park. Bring some signs. Um, we're gonna protest. Train, <laughs> and they did. So <laughs> that's hilarious. That's great. So yeah. Anyway, that's who I've been super obsessed with lately. Pat Finerty. Um, so far, he's got like five of those episodes out. So far, he's done uh, all summer long um, by <laughs> Kid Rock. He's done Beverly Hills by Weezer, uh, which was super funny and hard to watch totally agreed with him though um he also did uh what else did he oh kryptonite by three doors down (laughs) so
1: yeah that's a guilty pleasure song for sure actually i I can't even i actually can't even stomach that song yeah
0: it's it's terrible it's It's so bad
1: um yeah i think like the thing about like rick beato is like he does strike me as that person who like I mean, look, I really respect audio people and audiophiles and audio nerds. And, you know, they're, they're, it's definitely important for those people to be that way. But it's real fucking easy to be that way when you have, mm-hmm. you know, a $5,000 amp, $10,000 of pedals. Like, yeah. it's just, that's where I'm kind of start to be like, if you didn't have all that,
0: yeah. oh, yeah. How good <laughs> yeah, would you sound? That's another, like, um, Trope that like uh, Pat Finerty makes fun of is uh for some reason in these audio like videos, um, they'll always like finish the video by just like sitting in front of this huge expensive console. They're not doing it doing anything at the console. Right. They're just showing off that they have one. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, Pat Finerty started doing that. Just like all right, now we're uh, wrapping up the video, so I'm in front of the console for no reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he just he just pokes fun at that entire genre, which. I I think is brilliant so
1: nice um, well let me tell you about my little stretch of YouTube let's yeah, you, bring it let you get a spec so I have gotten recently into YouTube trucking drama <laughs> because that's my life now
0: I'm not surprised So I start following
1: this guy called this guy trucks and,
0: um, (laughs) great name.
1: (laughs) Great name. Yeah. Um, he had a video about like kicking a trainee off his truck and it's like this topsy turvy video, but all his videos are him in a semi, just like either the phone on him or his phone out the window. I actually kind of like the ones with his phone, like or his webcam or whatever pointed out the window because it's kind of relaxing. It's kind of feels like you're Mm, sitting in the car and he just talks for like a half hour. Um, so I'm kind of into him, um, but apparently YouTube truckers like don't get along because um, apparently if they don't agree with each other, it's like a big deal. So there's all this there's been all like this drama and it got to the point where like there was this other guy named like elite trucking who like like basically doxed him and then like made <laughs> all these like sexually suggestive comments about his wife and like like. Basically, he would, you know, would say like, "Oh, well, the next time I'm in whatever city he's from, it's like I'm well, gonna stop by and you know see your wife and shit like that." While you're on the road, oh and shit, calling him a bad dad and like, it was like intense to the yeah. point where this guy trucks was gonna quit YouTube, and I just like watched a video where it was like a two-hour phone <laughs> call between them, like trying to squash their beef, <laughs> and I'm like, this is fucking weird,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that that was even a genre you could watch, just truckers, like the started a YouTube video. uh, And I definitely didn't know that there was drama in it. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, there's like (laughs) a lot of drama. There's like, it's crazy, dude. It was insane. So that's what I've been kind of, I've been kind of into it. I'm into it.
0: That's what I'm going to do today.
1: (laughs) Because trucking is already interesting. Then throw like truckers not getting along and then like, and then, like, then they'll have, like, a conversation on the phone together and then record it and put it on YouTube. And it's just, dude, it's trippy, man. Yeah. It's, it's trippy <laughs> as shit. I, I've been quite obsessed.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we uh, we got Mitch's last YouTube corner in the bag. Um, kind of bittersweet. Yeah. Um, let's do... Eli's last video game
0: corner yes also bittersweet but let's hear it Finish him. <laughs>
1: Outstanding. didn't really prepare mine because originally it was going to be like a full episode so here's what we're going to do all and it's been a while since we've done one of these but all last year during stay-at-home orders during quarantine essentially what I did was I sort of kind of wanted to embrace my gaming hobby a little bit more in a way where you know for me I'm I'm sometimes like a numbers guy like an a list guy I have to have an organization in what I do even in a hobby so mm-hmm. gaming can be very disorganized because you could play stuff on different consoles you can play a game and not beat it and I I I wanted to keep track of that. So I decided to kind of do a tier list of every game that I played in 2020 and played and beat. Dang. Okay. Um, there's, there's a few, but I'm going to go through them really quickly. I'm just going to take you through the tiers. Um, and some of these games, mind you, I have played before, but I went back to to beat because uh, most of them were games I hadn't beaten Um, that I had played before. Mm. Well, not all of them, but some of them. So, I wanted to kind of go through when you, and... When
0: you say beat, do you mean like 100% or do you care about that at all?
1: I don't care about that. I don't think I've ever actually 100% completed a game. Okay. Uh, I mean beat by getting to the start and the finish. Mm-hmm. So, a big thing that will not be included on this list would be um, multiplayer games because they don't have a way to end. Mm-hmm. Um you know like mmos games that are open-ended that never really end i didn't include any of those mm-hmm. i'm only including games that had a a start to the game and an end to the game and you could keep playing if you wanted to potentially it kind of depends on the game mm-hmm. or you could 100 percent complete them i mm-hmm. didn't do any of that i don't i i would love to do that for some games that i really really enjoy but it has to be a really good fucking game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, like I haven't, I've never 100% at Skyrim. How long but would I, that
0: take? Uh, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I mean,
1: that would basically be a game where to a hundred percent Skyrim would really just be to get all the achievements mm-hmm. because it actually has generated quests. So you never run out of quest. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of the same quest over and over again. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to take you through the tier list. So it's a, it's a typical, um, S through F tier list where f in the bottom s in the top mm-hmm. um admittedly i don't have any in f and d tier okay. um that's just because th- that would be like uh f tier would be like candy crush um <laughs> where it's not even really a game yeah. uh d would be like uh i don't even know fucking i don't know like sudoku it's fine but sure. it's basically the way that i did this tier list and I'll explain it as I go, but my S tier games are basically games that I would put in my all-time greats list, which I also do have. Um, but I would I would actually take that game and put that into that list cuz it was that fucking mm-hmm. good. So mine started the C tier. So these are games that you could check them out, but they're just not that good. Mm-hmm. It's there's just not a reason to spend 10 20 hours in the game. Yeah. It's not that great so i'm gonna i'm gonna run through them these are my c tier list games uh starting off lost odyssey jrpg i have wanted to beat this game for so long when it came out on the xbox 360 it had four discs i thought that was so fucking cool um i was like oh this big epic thing i, I went back to play it man and it's, just, and it, and it's good but it's just the story's kind of bad that voice acting's kind of bad and it just wastes your time mm-hmm. It just makes you do a bunch of shit that's not important It's real clunky I really like it, I would really like them to take it And just refine that uh, Then I played a game Next game, it's gonna be Grim Fandango Super cool fucking game hmm. a, a puzzle game uh, Heavy, heavy Latin American influence The whole theme is centered around Day of the Dead So you play this character that's uh, a employee For like death
0: that's awesome it was super funny
1: it was super engaging i love the characters i love the world hard as shit it is a puzzle game and it tells you nothing didn't age well it originally came out on the original xbox i ain't got time for all that (laughs) um but i liked it but really hard game to play Um, Next game, The Outer Worlds Really, really fucking bummed out by this one This was put out by Obsidian (laughs) They made uh, Fallout New Vegas Helped a lot with Fallout production I thought it was going to be the new Fallout It's in space, it's sci-fi It's like super quirky And cool, thought I was going to love it Uh, My game I I just don't even understand, my game fucking broke Mm. Like I couldn't beat the game Because I could only beat the game in one way But I couldn't do it and i couldn't go back
0: Hmm.
1: kind of a cool game idea game design um just you're wasting my fucking time because now i'm stuck i'm not playing your game again and it was just okay so that one was a big letdown uh oh a game called rage 2 put out by bethesda it was a mad max style open world game i thought at first i thought it was the coolest game i ever played um i'm 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 riding around in a dune buggy shooting bandits and outlaws i'm trying to like you know start civilization again yeah that sounds cool as hell yeah it was for like an hour (laughs) okay and then it was just the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. but great characters great world great humor kept me engaged the whole time Jesus Christ, was it redundant? Just you just Ooh. went and did the same thing. Yeah. Like you know, there was different things to do, but there was only like five different things to do, and you just had to keep doing those in different zones over and over and over. I again. gotcha. Yeah. So just not the best game design. Uh, Age of Empires Three. Boy, is Age of Empires Two a lot better? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Three. The biggest.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just like how it started out as like a, all right, here's a list, and then I'm going to tell you like five minutes of like why I like this game, and now it's just like a roast, and then you're moving on to the next one.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't have a lot to say about Age of Empires 3, except Boy was the second one better. Okay. Um, oh, and actually this applies to Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, Boy was the second one better. <laughs> yeah. um, Kingdom Hearts 3 was the 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 biggest disappointment to eli's childhood ever
0: mm. god
1: i wanted to like it but i just couldn't it just it wasn't the same the gameplay was too wonky it was super easy and i just would ride around with sora and donald and goofy and just press x a whole mm. bunch it wasn't very engaging yeah and i'm really bummed about that so. are they
0: still making kingdom hearts games well, the third one I
1: think came out like in 2019, so I was kind of oh, late okay. to the boat. But it came gotcha. out in Game Pass, yeah. Well, now this, that
0: my my question is now that like Disney owns like Marvel and Star Wars, are they going to incorporate them into Kingdom Hearts? Like, could you play as those characters? Because that would be cool.
1: We thought that would happen, but it did not happen. Oh man! And I'm like weirdly kind of okay with it. I I'm basically I'm <coughs> I'm, I'm 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 growing up. I'm an adult. And I just, I just think Kingdom Hearts should stop. (laughs) Okay. Cats are freaking. (laughs) Um,
0: God damn it, Cotton. (laughs) Cotton.
1: This time it's Olive. I don't know what the hell her problem is. Um, I just kind of think Kingdom Hearts should stop. It's already a convoluted story. Nobody understands it. I love these characters. I love these games. The third one was just not good. Okay. It's just not good. We've moved into a new realm of game design. It just, it just doesn't work. Um, and that was my c tier b tier
0: right on moving right along.
1: (laughs) moving right along b tier these are games that you should definitely check out i'd play maybe you don't have to really beat it to get all you want out of it but hey if you want to give these games a shot give them a shot b tier starting out mortal kombat 10 i went back and like just kind of fucked around on it. Mm-hmm. I had already beaten it, but I I beat it on a harder difficulty. Um, just a really good fucking Mortal Kombat game. Dark mm-hmm. gritty nine's better, sure, because it's more campy. But mm-hmm. ten was kind of rooted in reality more. Kind of enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Great Mortal Kombat game. Um, oh, and here we go. We're gonna start getting into some Halo. Oh, all right. Well, actually, sorry. I also have Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat Eleven on this tier too, um, because. Man, maybe we should stop making Mortal Kombat games. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Okay. There's not... Well, you just can't do anything more. Yeah. I, I think that um, Marvel versus Capcom and Street Fighter have a pretty good formula. They'll take the same game and re-release it with more characters, more refined features, more things for the competitive scene. I think Mortal Kombat needs to do that. Uh, I think NetherRealm is kind of milking the teat of Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And I think we need like a Mortal Kombat 11 turbo Mm, Like we need they need to just Improve on what they have Because you can't keep putting out Mortal Kombat Games okay We get it (laughs) you know what I mean This like there's like this Really convoluted time loop story now And I'm like I just Stop just stop like just Just give me a good fighting game and just Make it better over time Mm -hmm. Is how I feel B tier I had Halo 1 And Halo 4 anybody who's into halo would absolutely fucking fist fight me because i put (laughs) halo 1 and halo 4 together here's the issue (laughs) halo combat evolved no matter how much you think it's still good it is it has not aged well you get lost all the fucking time god help you if you play on the original graphics you will be lost 90 percent of the fucking time um every room looks the same (laughs) um it's great though one day i actually would like to play the Halo games with you there's way too many it will probably never happen Ooh. but I would love to, <laughs> to sit there with your reaction to the first Halo game you, you would really enjoy it um, it's just a clunky mess mm-hmm. um, Halo 4 looked amazing great things going on i didn't know what the fuck happened in that game i still don't understand the story it felt like a weird detour it was finally when bungie wasn't doing halo games anymore and wow the 343 kind of fucked that game up um still really liked multiplayer though all right pokemon shield i beat pokemon shield really really liked it pokemon games aren't that awesome as i remember them being (laughs) I'm hoping they get better <laughs> because pokemon shield was just a 3d version of every other pokemon game you've played uh, okay mm. um really fun really liked it enjoyed it um there's a gym leader the ice gym leader she can get it girl thick <laughs> um she can fucking get it Got garrett it, right? knows <laughs> um a lot I really really liked about it kind of reinvigorated my love of Pokemon but in the same sense I was like this is just every Pokemon game just 3D Mm -hmm. they gotta start doing something different with Pokemon otherwise it's over uh Doom Eternal I kind of talked about Doom before heavy metal music fighting demons super cool yeah I I talked about it at one point I think I told you about it but it's Mm -hmm. you're just like this space marine and you go fight like the spawns of Satan, like actual demons, because they're trying to take over Earth, so you're just shooting them in the face with a shotgun while there's just, like, heavy metal in the background. (laughs) That's awesome. Super great fucking time. Way too fast. I got nauseous playing this Mm. game. It is so floaty and slidey, and it's supposed to be for how the gameplay is supposed to work, but I couldn't keep up with it, man. Mm -hmm. I already have anxiety. The last thing I need is to be floating around while just fucking, like, slayers in my ear, and there's a giant... (laughs) Brain spider shooting lasers at me I can't handle it Like I'm out (laughs) Star Wars The Fallen Order Um It was just okay It was like the Dark Souls for Star Wars Lot was really good with it Yeah, I just I don't know I never felt committed Because it it was giving me the ability To be a Jedi But hamstringing me It never felt like I could really be the Jedi That I wanted to be Mm. There was no choice dialogue system a good foray they need to take this game let you make your own character let you have choices that matter basically redo uh knights of the old republic redo kotar that was b tier i'm gonna speed this up okay a tier these are games you should definitely play definitely check out try to beat them first off heavy rain oh my fucking god the only reason to buy a ps3 this game was fucking rad awesome interactive story super depressing oh yeah really, you really, told really me fun. about this
0: before we talked about this and it sounds awesome yeah yeah
1: i i played it with charlotte we loved it um the controls are pretty wonky but i think they did it intentionally to add suspense to it really interesting game design i loved heavy rain definitely go fucking play that um halo reach that is a very good halo really really fun it's kind of like a suicide mission uh halo game where everybody's dead at the end really cool really really like spoiler that. alert Spoiler alert. Yeah, it's only been out for 13 fucking years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Night Call. This game was super cool. It is a detective game where you play a cab driver who is recruited by the cops in France. It's also very, very French. Ooh, Ooh. la, la. And... <laughs> It's completely in black and white. You go around, you pick up passengers, it's like all dialogue. You talk to them, try to figure out who the murderer is. Every night you go home and you work on your clues. I was really fucking into this game, man. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. That sounds um, cool, yeah. Yeah, love that game. Definitely a game uh that you should play. Uh Halo 2. Oh, the nostalgia the nostalgia baby and it's still a good game campaign way too long though way too fucking long they could have trimmed half that shit and i still would like it um surprisingly enough halo 5 halo 5 i did put an a tier a lot of people Ooh. don't like halo 5 i do reason why <laughs> actually feels like a modern halo game um and i didn't think the story was too bad it was kind of cool master chief now has a team trying to take him down because master chief has gone rogue i kind of like the idea i kind ca- <laughs> I kind of thought it was cool. The the antagonist to Halo, or, or to Master Chief, was a black guy. Hmm. And he was just as cool as Master Chief. And I thought that was kind of cool. That was my A tier. Right on. S tier, baby. Yep. These are the top of the tippy tops. Yep. Buy these <laughs> games. These are going in my all-time greats, baby. Spider-Man on the oh, PS4. Yeah. God, this game was fucking good. Not only was it just a well-made game that, I don't want to say it, I don't want to say it, that I actually made you feel like Spider-Man. I know <laughs> it's in every review, but it's true. Like it, it felt like you were actually Peter Parker,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they did my boy Spidey justice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I played, I played part of this. Um, and then it got a little too hard for me. And then I quit, um, which is what I do with video games. But <laughs> it's not but an easy from game. From what I played, it was a blast. It was so much fun.
1: Yeah. Not, not an easy game by any means. It's actually yeah. pretty difficult, especially yeah. when you play it on a higher difficulty. Oh my God everything one shots <laughs> you. It's very hard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Halo ODST, this by far was the most fun I had playing a Halo game. It was a it was like a mystery game. It's you played the rookie who separated you're going around the city at nighttime, you're finding clues trying to figure out what's going on. As soon as you figure something out, you go back and you play a flashback. It was awesome. This game was fucking great. I this is a game for people who don't even like Halo Like hop in here and just play this Halo game Like it's fucking awesome There's like diaries that you find Audio logs that you find Oh god the audio logs were amazing Like it could be like a fucking podcast I would listen to and fall asleep to it was great Fucking <laughs> yes ODST um, Then the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remake That came out oh, on the PS4 Yeah. Boy did it have some issues when it first came out However it fucking rocked It um, rocked just just a good game and not only was it a good game they really did those first two tony hawk games justice Mm -hmm. um it it was awesome like it was just so good such a good remake letting you feel like you're playing those old Tony Hawk games but giving you just enough to make it better you know mm-hmm. what I mean not yeah. limiting you to just the gameplay of those two yeah was the just controls were better
0: idea. the graphics were amazing they literally like copied the the venues which I think is which was really cool because of the very first time I played like the the tutorial or whatever I, before you could even before the game was even live like if you, you could play the tutorial and it was like the two minute run through of like the very first venue yeah. I knew exactly where all the shit was because because i mastered this game when i was a kid and it's still there the venue was exactly the same and but just it looked so much better um i've watched like youtube videos where people would like play side by side of like okay here's we're gonna play through the old tony hawk now we're gonna play through the new version of that same venue amazing yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. so cool
1: and I would say that this was uh, kind of your, your, your kind of four-way back into being even mildly interesting in gaming. was, yeah. And pretty much the whole reason you got a PS4. Yep, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> great. All-time great. Um, there's only one more game I want to mention out of the S tier because I'm going to end up putting it there. I haven't really beat it yet. I don't know if I'll have time before the next one come out. Psychonauts. Oh, my God, I've never laughed so hard at a video game. Okay. This is the funniest Game I have ever Played
0: okay what is it
1: So <laughs> you play this So basically in Psychonauts There is like This force called the Psychonauts Who like travel around And like go into people's minds to like Help like you know save the World so you play this Cadet who basically goes to The summer camp to learn how To be a Psychonaut hmm. uh, his name Is Raz Rasputin so, you go and you, like, learn how to be a psychonaut, but the whole motif is that you're at, like, a summer camp. So, you run around and, like, you know, there's, like, cabins and stuff, and it's, like, real rustic kind of themed. Yeah. Um, but it makes me fucking laugh, dude. The humor is on point. It's there all the time. Like, this is just a small thing, but it makes me laugh. When you go into somebody's mind, you'll find these little tags, and you'll find, like like a, like, a luggage bag or something like that and it's emotional baggage Hmm. so you'll you'll find these tags and you'll unlock this person's emotional baggage when you're in their mind that's fucking hilarious that's cool yeah super fun super great idea but yeah i mean just the comedy is so on point like there's this part of the game where you go to this place where everybody's like really small and you're like godzilla Or you're actually like, you're more like Mothra, like where they have a Godzilla that's the good guy and they think you're the bad guy. So as you go around town, they're like, oh my God, he's, he just destroyed the orphanage. (laughs) (laughs) And there's this little group of people that you free and they're like, they're helping you out. And just the comedy, dude, it's so good. I fucking love Psychonauts. The second one's going to come out on Game Pass on the 24th and I am fucking stoked because it's going to be more of that. And I'm really, really jazzed.
0: Yeah, that sounds cool.
1: Oh, and holy shit, that's all the games I played.
0: (laughs) Damn, that was a lot. We we did it.
1: (laughs) That was more than I thought it was going to be. There's some I didn't even talk about. Um, Those were just the main games. Um, So, yeah, I'm not going to ever do this again because at a certain point it stressed me out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Because I had like a game schedule and all this stuff. So now I'm back to you just, you know what, if I want to play it, I play it. If I don't want to play it, I won't play it. I'm I'm back open to the world of gaming, baby.
0: Okay, I was honestly kind of surprised that you know you took a you took you made a spreadsheet of all the games you were playing, but you don't even bother to 100 percent them. What the fuck's up with that, man? Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yeah. Well, there. I mean, I I did not
1: beat all these games. Yeah. Okay. And especially the ones on the C tier. Those were mm-hmm. games I probably only played for about five or six hours. Mm-hmm. Um, well Kingdom Hearts 3 I played for like 20 and I just had to throw on in the towel but that's the yeah. thing I had to make a decision and what I realized was there's that, there's that investment fallacy I forget what it's called where it's like well I spent money on this or I invested time into this mm-hmm. so I can't stop
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: but in the end you're unhappier spending more time with something
0: yeah yeah
1: so I basically had to make that call where I was like you know what If I sit down and play a game and after two hours of playing this game, I'm still not into it. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but in my personal opinion, this game is not for me. It's not that great. Mm -hmm. A video. Right now, the market is saturated and it's just games, 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 games. I only think probably like 2% of them are actually good.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So if you buy a game, you play it for two hours, you don't really like it. I mean, yeah, you kind of are out the money, but what you're not going to be out of is the time when you say, this is not for me. I don't like it. I'm not going to force myself to play it just because I spent money on it. Now I know I don't like this kind of game. I'll find something more in my wheelhouse.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I definitely hear that. Not so much when it comes to games, but when it comes to like TV shows, I'll do that a lot because I'll hear about this TV show and I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. And then I like invest, like I watch the first three or four episodes and I'm like, I hate this, but I've heard it so good and I want it to be good so bad. And at this point, I've invested three hours into this. I have to just kind of see if it gets good, finish it. Um, And then a lot of them just don't. A lot of them just don't it's kind of a bummer
1: look one thing that has made me so much happier is not doubling down when i realize that i just don't like something Mm -hmm. yeah and it has been so much better when i when i download like a cool game that I have on game pass i'm like oh my buddies are into this game i'm really gonna like it you know what I can get enjoyment playing with my buddies, but if I really, really don't like playing it, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that time I have, play something I want to play, or just do something else completely. Mm-hmm. And it's made me a whole hell of a lot happier. Yeah. Because when I when I forced myself through Kingdom Hearts three, I got more depressed and more sad that they <laughs> yeah. just didn't do my boy Sora justice. And I just was way and I don't know if I'll ever play Kingdom Hearts again now. Cause I'm I'm just tainted with mm. three. So Yeah. That was my video game journey for the past year.
0: Right on. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, all right, Mitch. One to go. Cool. Yeah. One uh, one to go. Um, we are going to do our last dugout bid. This
1: one I'm actually sad about.
0: Yeah, me, me too. Um, well, you know what? Uh, we've said it before, and I'll double down on this. If the Reds win the World Series, we're going to bring the podcast back just to talk about that. Correct. That's a big if. That's a big if. (laughs) Because, as it stands right now, they are in second place in the NL Central, but um, there's only about 40 games-ish left of the season, 30 to 40, and um, they're not going to beat the Brewers. That's just, it's not possible. Their only chance of moving on to the playoffs is... Clinching the second wild card position, and they're three games behind the Padres right now, which is honestly, it's doable. Like, I'm not just being optimistic. If you look at their schedule, um, the rest of the season, they play pretty shitty teams. They have, they play the Pirates like six games, they play the Cubs like five or six games. Um, And just, I mean, just that, I think they can be, I think they can have a better record than the Padres. So I do think that they, there's a, in my mind, there's a 90% chance they'll clinch the playoffs after that. Not so good because they'll probably have to play. I think the Dodgers to actually move on. They're not going to beat the Dodgers, not a chance, but the fact that I came into the season thinking it was just going to be another waste of a season and there's hope right now. And we're in August is really fucking cool. Um, So I'm going to call that a win.
1: Agreed. (laughs) However, I I kind of want to correct you a little bit because I remember when we did a dugout episode before the season starts, We did not think it was going to be a waste of a season.
0: You're probably right. <laughs>
1: we were we were on that hype train. All we were like,
0: oh, we got a show go. We
1: got this. We got that. We were all we were really excited. And then they came out and fucking dominated for like yeah. seven, eight games.
0: Yeah. Well, we did. A, I think our last dugout episode, we did like the very beginning of this season. And when, when Jonathan, we, we were so on the Jonathan India train. Still, yes. in, by the way. Yeah. Um, so, but great no, player. I. He's still amazing. He's so good. Um, but no, you're yeah, you're right. In hindsight, yeah, I, I did. I did think that they were going to be good, and they are, but just not as good as I would like. Uh, and the reason for that is David Bell. Fuck David Bell. Um, yeah. He needs to be fired. He needs to lose his job. Not even just, not even, you know, not even lying. He's just, he'll, he, he pays too much attention to stats, You know, the whole thing when a left-handed batter comes up against a left-handed pitcher, the batter's probably not going to do very well against a left-handed pitcher. So he'll take out. So he'll, so, you know, eighth or ninth inning, he'll look at the, uh, the lineup for the other team and they'll be like, Oh, they got a left-handed batter coming up. I'm going to put in my left handed pitcher. And it doesn't even matter if their right-handed pitcher is rocking. He'll just be like, all right, you pitched seven amazing innings time to sit you. Um, and he'll just bring in a closer and the closer will just blow the game. And that has happened, uh, so many times this season. It's like, it used to be funny and now it's just aggravating. Um, the red subreddit, that's all they talk about. I think there was a stat that like there's like uh, there's around 15. I think it was close to 15% of the games that the Reds have lost. They were going into the game ahead in the fifth inning. They were winning right. in the fifth inning. He fucks with the, the with the pitchers and then they lose. That's happened to 15% of the games they've played. uh They have 15% of the games they've lost. If they wouldn't have lost those games, we might have we might be in first place right now. Yeah. Oh. So, Anyway, um, so in other cool news, speaking of the Reds, um, something we did not talk about, Joey Votto did kind of make history. He became the eighth player in history to hit a home run in seven consecutive games, which is so cool.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's super cool. And also, I mean, how many home runs does he have? Like 1,998? He has... Or hits. Not
0: home runs, hits, yeah. yeah. He's he's closing in on 2,000 hits. It'll definitely happen this week. Yeah. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah. Fingers
1: crossed. So no, that's yeah, that's fucking crazy.
0: Really cool. Cause I've always been a huge Votto fan, obviously. Um, and I really want him to be in the hall of fame, but judging by his past few years, I just didn't, I honestly didn't think he had a shot at being in the hall of fame, but you know, be and be being that it's so late in his career, um, I think it's really cool that he's kind of making a last-ditch effort to be like, "All right, Hall of Fame me, dude! Uh, I'm gonna get two thousand hits." Um, you know, I'm gonna, you know, being so old, he's only got a few good years left. Um, and being able to hit a home run in seven consecutive games, that's Hall of Fame material for sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm,
1: man, I I would love the Reds to. Bring home the pennant like before Votto goes out because if there's any player that deserves it, I think it'd be Votto.
0: Absolutely, man. Like just the, he's the coolest guy. If you see interviews with him, he's like the nicest guy. And it's almost annoying how nice he is because I watched an interview with him where they like right after his seventh consecutive home run, they were asking him about like, yeah, what's the, you know, how's how's it feel? What did you go up there? You know, thinking, doing anything differently. And he just immediately, every time they ask him questions like that, he puts it back on the team. He doesn't really care about, or at least he says that he doesn't care about the stats or being you know an amazing player he all he cares about is winning um and he'll just you know they ask him like you know how how did it feel hitting that seventh home run he's like well it's what the team really needed and we ended up winning the game so that's all that matters like that you don't see that anymore and you definitely don't see people that are so committed to a certain team because he's also kind of talked shit about um players that will go wherever the money is which is right You know, natural to do. If I were in the MLB, long shot, that's what I would do. Whoever pays me most, that's where I will go play. But Joey Votto is so the other side of that that I just think it's so cool. And that's why we, he deserves a World Series win, man. He deserves
1: it. He does. He really does. And I think like the only thing that I, I really had input wise on the red was if, if we got the wild card and we got to the wild card game. I'm not saying that they can do it, but I will say if they let that light a fire under their ass, I think they will. Because I've seen that Reds team when they want to play, and they get amped, they fucking mm-hmm. play.
0: Yeah, and they, if they just can, last week they got they got beat by the Braves two games in a row. It was fucking embarrassing. And then the last game of the series, they just pulled off a 12 to three win. 12 to three, you can beat this team 12 to three that just kicked your asses two games in a row. Like they can do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing is like, you know, and and there's variables there. Like, I'm sure they had to start setting down some of their better players. Like, maybe that helped them, but not 12 to 3. Like, you know, it's a professional baseball team. Um, So it's there. And I just I think if they could get to the wild card game, if they could do it, I think they can move on and keep going. At least have a shot, because Mm -hmm. from my recollection, they haven't been able to get past the wild card game. When they have gone to the playoffs
0: mm-hmm.
1: for my recollection in the past few years, they haven't gone okay. any further than that for my understanding,
0: yeah, well, I can't remember the last time they actually made made it to the playoffs or the wild card, but um, obviously last year they did, but it was embarrassing again they they went two games without scoring a single run and it was over
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. just ah.
1: So I'm I'm really hoping if they can get there, they get that fire lit on their ass, and they'll and they'll do it. And it might, I don't think it will carry them all the way, but I would just love to see a close game, like a good run, you know, pull out all the stops. If you lose, you lose,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but don't get dominated. Don't not score a run.
0: Yeah, right.
1: You know that that the team is way better than that.
0: Yeah, to not yeah.
1: like go out and not score a run, like they're way better than that.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're running kind of long. Two last quick things. I'll make it quick. Okay. Um, number one, did you know <laughs> Pete Rose was on WWE? I didn't. He, <laughs> me neither. Um, so I have some like I, I have a Pete Rose like Wheaties cereal box on my desk at work, and somebody that I work with came up to me. He's a big wrestling fan, and he was like, "Oh, I loved when uh, Pete Rose was on the uh, the WWE. Apparently, Pete Rose is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Really? <laughs> uh, he got in the WWE Hall of Fame, but he can't make it onto the MLB Hall of Fame. But <laughs> so I was obviously me being a Pete Rose fan, I went back and watched this video, and it's incredible. I don't know why they did it, but um, uh, it was in the 90s, like Pete Rose, just they, th- th- there was this, some sort of WWE event going on, I think in Boston, and they brought him out, it's like, World Series winner, Pete Rose, uh, and then he comes out and starts bashing Boston, he just gets on the <laughs> mic, and he's like, it feels good to be back in Boston, you guys can't seem to win a World Series, or something like that, which in hindsight is embarrassing, because You know, the past two decades, the Boston has been so much better than the Reds. So everybody's booing him. And then I don't know if you remember who Kane is, but Kane comes out and tombstones Pete Rose. He picks him up, turns him upside down, drops him on his head and then just like it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I don't know why it happened, but the 90s were weird. So,
1: (laughs) yeah. Uh, Did he have his mask on?
0: He did. He had his mask on. Yeah. yeah, the the you know the lights dim. The music was playing. Pete Rose was like you know in the ring, to, you know talking shit about Boston. Kane comes out. The you know and and Pete Rose he honestly looked terrified. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, this guy's gonna kick my ass, and he did. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, that's awesome. God, so I, yeah,
0: do yourself a favor. Go watch Pete Rose get body dropped by Kane. <laughs>
1: I uh, I miss '90s wrestling, dude. That was the best.
0: The oh yeah, totally era. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Have
1: we ever talked about how much I was into wrestling?
0: Not really. We haven't really talked too much about wrestling.
1: We'll save it for another day, but uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm pretty big into wrestling. Well, at least at that I, time.
0: Not now. I definitely want to have that conversation because I wasn't into it, but hearing people that I respect talk about it, talk about how cool it was and why it's cool has kind of started to turn me around.
1: So, I I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. And we'll move on I was into it that much as a kid obviously And eventually I knew It wasn't real at one point Because WW when it was the WWF They actually came out with a show called Tough Enough that was a contest show Of learning how to become a wrestler And then get on WWF And mm-hmm. be a professional wrestler I knew it was fake Yeah. That doesn't make it less cool right. Because when you see a guy Fall 30 fucking feet off a ladder Through a table that part's not fake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty fucking real. So yeah, you know that's why. Like I, I try to go back and watch it now. It's just a very different era. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot more family friendly. It's not as like, you know, like Stone Cold Steve Austin driving up in a beer truck and spraying everybody with beer. <laughs> yeah, you know that doesn't happen. There's also right. a lot of boobies in the '90s. They had brawl and panty matches. Um, so that was <laughs> yeah. kind of dope. Um.
0: Yeah. I appreciate it so, because it's
1: a hard fucking job, and
0: oh yeah, totally. You know. And and just the, and you're right, like just the fact that it's not real doesn't make it any less cool. In fact, um, it's kind of cooler. But it's don't cooler. It's it definitely yeah. cooler because um, it takes so much. Like, af- it, it takes you have to be an amazing athlete to you know protect yourself from doing those stunts and not getting hurt is you have to be incredibly in, in really good shape. Um, and then I, I, I don't want to make this too much longer, but you have to go, go listen to the, um, uh, Mark Marin what the fuck podcast. He interviewed Rick Rubin. Um, and I was super into it cause I love Rick Rubin. I love all the stuff he does. Um, and I was like, I want to hear him talk about, you know, his, his stories and his experience with mixing and music. And, They talked about WWF for, like, 45 minutes. Apparently, Rick Rubin is a big wrestling fan. That's Um, hilarious. So much so that he, like, tried to invest in, like, a, a wrestling league because, long story short, he 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 understood that like you know at a certain point back in you know back in the heyday um wrestling was an adult show but Correct. then around the 90s early 2000s they tried to make it like more kid friendly yeah. um which kind of took all the fun out of it um but hearing him talk about wrestling especially made me realize like oh this is actually kind of cool one one big thing that kind of turned me around is you know people say like oh it's fake why do you care about that but um basically his point was It's actually one of the most real sports out there because if you ran into a wrestler on the street, he's going to be in character. Like They'd never break character. If you ran into Hulk Hogan, he's going to do the Hulk Hogan. That's probably not how he's like when he's just walking around his house, but when he's out not even in the ring (laughs) god i wish he would be though (laughs) if he right if he's if you run into a walmart he's gonna put on a show for you um so that's kind of like blurs the reality of like okay well what is real and what isn't um so it's acting it's their actors they're stunt artists they're athletes like that's so cool
1: (laughs) i I think they're the closest things that we have to like actual superheroes because of shit like that you know what uh-huh. I mean? It's it's all the image, and if you buy into it, it's just fun, right? Um, but yeah, let's move on. Let's wrap this this video okay. up.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Uh, last quick thing regarding baseball. Um, I wanted to talk about the Field of Dreams game. Yes. Did you watch any of the Field of Dreams game?
1: I watched the video you sent me, and that's about all okay. I watched.
0: I saw some clips from it. It was it was a really cool idea. Um, I heard that they were going to be doing this, and I honestly I wasn't like super jazzed about it because like. I like the movie Field of Dreams. You know, looking back on it, it's kind of like cheesy, um, but there's definitely some nostalgia there. Um, but basically, what happened is, if you're not hip to it, uh, Major League Baseball spent five million dollars to oh build a to build a actual like. Uh, two size scale of uh, uh, of a major league baseball field, but they did it in the middle of Iowa, um, literally in the middle of a cornfield, like pretty much on the site of where that Field of Dreams movie was shot. Um, so in the background, they've got the house that he that Kevin Costner lived in in the movie, uh, and uh, so yeah. Oh, and the other cool thing is they all wore like 1920s like uniforms, so they. I like that part. So that was so cool. They had the White Sox and the Yankees. the The video I sent Eli was Kevin Costner coming out of a uh, of a cornfield, walking onto a baseball diamond, Um, and then shortly after, the entire like White Sox and Yankees team come out, and they're all dressed in '20s baseball clothes, and they played the entire game dressed in '20s uniforms, um, which was super cool. And then I've also heard that there's going to be they're going to keep doing things like that from here on out, but just involving other teams um i don't know if it'll necessarily be in that venue in iowa but there there's speculation that next year the field of dreams game is going to be between the reds and the cubs which would be so cool <laughs> um, yeah yeah no i meant sorry go ahead
1: oh i i was just gonna hop in and say like yeah i thought it was really cool um field of dreams is not my favorite baseball movie no. um however um an important one I think it's just a cool thing to um, NFL does not do that NBA Mm -hmm. does not do that NHL barely does that the only thing they have is they do have um, I forget what it's called because it's I I haven't been up with hockey for a while but they have an outdoor game um, which is you know typically how hockey was played normally Mm -hmm. um, until they finally could play it inside Um, uh, but you know the, the MOB does try To go for the Respect of tradition and all the people that have Played like that's what it is to me is like When a team wears a throwback jersey I think It's really fucking dope because you're wearing mm-hmm. A jersey that somebody else before you Wore and it was an important Era for that club mm-hmm. And I don't know that's why I really like That because just the NBA and the NFL that's all they'll do they'll just throw in a Throwback jersey maybe there's stuff they do For the fans but they don't the NFL ain't going to build a goddamn football field in like the middle of Iowa, <laughs> yeah, you know, or or whatever. They're just, they're not going to do shit like that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Super cool. And then I've also heard that uh, you can actually play in the field of dreams in MLB The Show 21. So I do. You bought the show 21. So go do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you may. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Oh.
0: That that's really cool. I, I
1: actually didn't know that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it is actually cool. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: go go play it right now. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, that was pretty much it. That, okay. was, that was about all I had to say.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Mitch, let's do a what you' cranking. Let's get the hell out of here.
0: Sounds good. Oh. Do you want to go first or do you want me to?
1: Uh, I kinda want you to go first because I don't remember.
0: Oh wait, okay. wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it. Okay. I have been cranking the Arctic monkeys. Oh, alright.
0: <laughs> why?
1: Not all I got. Don't really know why. I just I know. I went back and I listened to their first two fucking albums and they're still really good.
0: They're really good. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I, I I got really into the Arctic monkeys and I don't even know why I think I just saw like an old performance video I think it was like that live video of them doing I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor when they kind of broke mm-hmm. um, and I just I was like man I, haven't, I've, I used to fucking love the Arctic Monkeys I, I think me and Logan covered a couple of their songs like I oh, learned cool. how to play some of those songs on drums which are fucking impossible by the way um, so I went back and uh, yeah I listened to their first two albums and I'm like god damn this band is good and I remember that around the times I kind of got into Arctic Monkeys was definitely my more pretentious way of, of, of music when I was in that mindset as a kid because I would get mad when people would be like... like I The girl I was dating at the time, she was really into Kate Nash. So she talked about Kate Nash a lot. I like Kate Nash. I kind of got into her. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Oh, did you see she covered an Arctic Monkey song? And I just kind of started to like resent the Arctic Monkeys because all all the like popular girls started listening to arctic monkeys and yeah. i'm like fuck you this is like <laughs> shitty like england rock like these yeah, boys go yeah. to pubs and <laughs> you know are depressed like stop fucking listening to this shit mm-hmm. um that was when i was really pretentious about music but i go back and that <laughs> the music still fucking jams man fucking good albums
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. No, uh, yeah, I I, 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 I kind of feel the same way you did. I didn't really like them when they first came out, um, but I have gone back and, like, you know, because they're such a well-respected band in terms of, like, the indie scene that i like they're almost up there with the strokes like people respect them that much um so it's like all right i gotta give another shot and you pretty much like you said their first two albums were like really good i started i did listen to some of their like newer stuff what did they have like that tranquility Base hotel didn't love that one um
1: and they changed up their sound i think they yeah. i think they tried to move and be more modern and do different stuff because i don't think they wanted to keep coming back and doing like you know Ching ching chingy punk mm-hmm. songs over and over again. I think they want to do something right. else. So. but yeah.
0: yeah, cool. Um, right on. I have been cranking. Um, and it's not really a song. It's basically I've been I've been listening to a radio show a lot. Like at work, um, I discovered that um, I I don't know if I've told you this. So you know I'm obsessed with Little Steven from Sopranos now. Um, oh right yeah. Yeah, I am obsessed with that dude. He's amazing. Silvio from Sopranos is one of the most interesting guys in the world. He's like the backing guitarist for Bruce Springsteen's band. Um he's a kind of a kind of a good actor? I don't know actually. I think he <laughs> but um <laughs> he's been in other anyway, stuff. He has been other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, he has a radio show called Little Steven's Underground Garage that's like syndicated. He does a weekly radio show once a week. Um, I listen to it. You can listen to it on undergroundgarage.com. There are thousands of episodes. Apparently, he's been doing this for a long time. Wow. Um, But it's basically just him talking about like garage rock bands like classic punk surf rock bands it's all it's a, it's a lot very like kind of california based um, he does a lot of like Clash, um, Beach Boys, The Mamas and the Papas, um, anything that kind of reminds you of California summertime bands, that's what he does um, and it's so much fun to listen to because he, he's he got like a really good taste in music. I've discovered a lot of cool older bands, very old stuff, like 60s and 70s music. Um, I've discovered a lot of cool bands, but also like he's got really cool stories about like hanging out with people that knew people in the bands and um, and on top of that it's silvio from sopranos so right (laughs) uh just amazing on all fronts so yeah that's what i've been listening to
1: (laughs) dope i'm i'm really curious that does sound super interesting honestly yeah yeah dope soup
0: soup it's super fun all right i think we did it
1: yeah i think we i think we made it we made it out of that one alive
0: (laughs) barely (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right,
1: we'll wrap her up. We will see you guys next time with a with a, another biting episode of Two Friends Three Questions.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and stay fresh. Cheese bags. Bye. Uh. <laughs>